and welcome to the conversation where every week we get together uh, and we talk about matters of our faith, matters of our religion. Uh, We get together and have talks like this quite a bit, uh, but most of the time we invite you guys. um, And uh, I'm Todd Brown. This is Rick Coop. Hi. uh, And this is um, the E-Gathering Conversation Podcast. Uh, So... We've talked about an awful lot of topics, but one of the things I think that um, people don't think about much anymore um, is is Jesus being angry or being mm-hmm. aggravated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick brought this up a little while back, and one of the, I think the thing that jumps to my mind is people think of Jesus as this like hippie guru, uh, love each other. Mm-hmm love God, um, take care of everybody kind of guy. And he was. Mm -hmm. He was not the hippie guru part, but he was love each other, uh, love God, take care of each other. Um, But he got aggravated. He got angry. Yeah. There were times that, here's another thing. People look at anger. Anger is not always bad. You can tell a lot about a person with their anger, you know. Uh, it, it shows what their priorities are. It, show, it exposes um, some of their inmost anxieties, but it also makes known some of their like deepest concerns. Mm-hmm. And when Jesus got angry, it was because um, of a major concern that was going on. And as we get into the conversation a little bit more, we'll talk about some of those things. But there, there was a point to his anger, mm-hmm. um, and it wasn't an anger out of a selfish means. It was an anger because of something that was happening that was not right. Uh, we use the term now righteous anger, mm-hmm. you know, whether, mm-hmm. whether mm-hmm. his anger was righteous or whether it was just angry to be angry. Yeah. Um, so there are times in Scripture when Jesus got angry. There are times in the Old Testament when God was angry. Uh, about mm-hmm, certain mm-hmm. things, so um, for us to we, Todd, I kind of get a feeling that like today we don't want we don't really want people to get angry. We just want them to be okay with everything, um, and, and that makes us angry. Yeah, and that if makes us angry. It does. <laughs> it's okay to be angry yeah. at them if yeah. they if they're not being happy yeah. with everything that you yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. It it uh, don't be angry with me. Mm-hmm. Well, Okay, you know, but <laughs> why are you being angry with me? Because I don't agree. Or why are whatever. you being angry with me yeah. for me being angry yeah. with you? Yeah. Or, yeah, or not disagreeing with you. Yeah, so, or not agreeing with but you. But anyway, the Lord got mad about things. Mm-hmm. He, he, he was very upset about certain things. But the things that he got upset about, it's interesting who he got upset with, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, not just... Um, it wasn't at the people that sometimes I think that we get angry with. It mm-hmm. was at the people who he expected more from yeah. because of the position that they were in. So that's kind of what we're going to get into a little bit more today. Um, I think you can make the blanket statement that Jesus tended to get the Bible refers to him as getting indignant. Yes. He got... (laughs) And indignant to me is a very specific kind of anger. It's... It's... Mm -hmm. Frustration. Yeah. It's... 
when someone's indignant, it's frustration over something that should be straightforward. It's it's frustration over something that should not be. And and I think I can encapsulate that mostly in he he would be indignant with um, uh, injustice Mm -hmm. when when there was an injustice being done, or when something was out of order. Uh, when compared to what he knew was possible. It's like, I, I like that. I like what you just said there. When something was out of order, according to what he knew was possible, mm-hmm. what should be, what could be, what, what where we need to be mm-hmm. in our particular... So, again, if we think of us being his children, if we think of us being God's children, and then we think of Jesus being God putting on flesh and walking among mm-hmm. us there was an original plan and and he knows what he had in mind and and mm-hmm. i think sometimes the perversion of that just frustrates yeah. him yeah. to no end it's like come on right come on guys. Uh, those I, are the indignant moments something i wrote down here um it, it's not our kind of anger human being kind mm-hmm. of anger uh, it's an anger born out of and I'm referring back to the Lord God in um, the Old Testament but it's an anger born out of his will for us to have a better life to do thing, have a better way mm-hmm. and our rejection of that better way or our um, uh, it, it, it's our d- denial of that I don't know if denial is the right word it's our um are wanting to do it our own way instead of his way. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's almost a refusal to to understand, even try to understand, or a perversion of his plan. Uh, I think that's where we see the anger of, of God in the Old Testament, and I think it's the same thing in the New Testament. Yeah. Um, if but Jesus people- is the exact representation of God... Mm-hmm. Um, then he's going to be mad at the same things. Mm-hmm. The same the people thing. like to separate the. I had a guy um, in a Sunday school class one time say, "No, there are three deities. Just get over it. I'm not. You can't convince me otherwise." And I didn't before we were done talking. Yeah. But he's talking about Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. uh, Holy Ghost. Uh, and people like to separate Jesus and Father God because they want to think angry, mean God, yeah, 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 yeah. hippie, loving Jesus, uh, who would, no matter what you do, no matter what you say, he would be okay with that. Mm-hmm. And he just want to love you anyway. Mm-hmm. And he does want to love you anyway. It doesn't mean you don't frustrate him or he doesn't get indignant, as the Bible puts mm-hmm. it from time to time, um, or that he doesn't, he doesn't, call you to come correct mm-hmm. uh, so like what you're saying I like what you're saying um, if Jesus is the embodiment of of, mm-hmm. of God as we have known him um, then he's going to be he's going to be aggravated he's yeah. going to be frustrated he's going to express that to us um, so yeah and, and to your point of I, I 
to me, God has not changed. It's not no. this, you know, what do you, what do you, is it you, uh, oh, almighty zapper? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, smite me, almighty yeah, smiter. Smite, yeah, yeah. From, yeah. from, from Bruce um, Almighty, yeah. It, there are times in the Old Testament over and over and over and over again it, 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 that talks about God's love and and hiding them under the shadow of his wings mm-hmm. and gathering them like, you know, a mother hen does her chicks, you know, and he, the wanting to protect, the wanting to, to be there. To, uh, so I don't, I, I don't understand this, you know, God of wrath, Old Testament, suddenly God flips a switch and he's, you know, in the form of Jesus. And now the, the love everybody, you know, love, peace yeah. and understanding. Yeah. And um, it's, it's, it, it's the same. You know, they're, 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 we've, we've done this. We've had this conversation about Jesus, you know, cut out of the same cloth, the same essence, mm-hmm. you know. Of uh, the same substance. Of the same substance, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, okay, so give me an example, Todd. What are you talking about? Um, I think the, I think the, uh, the, slow pitch underhand to your granddaughter so she even she can hit it moment <laughs> Jesus gets angry is um, is as he approaches Jerusalem as he actually when he finally mm-hmm. comes into Jerusalem within short order he's he's flustered a lot mm-hmm. um, but the one people don't think of him as being indignant or angry or um Yeah, all the other words that go along with it, except for one moment, the, and that's yeah. when he rolls up into the, the temple. temple. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the big one for yeah. me. Um, and so I think I'm going to take a second and read that because uh, the temple one. Yeah, I've got it right here. You've got it. You want to read yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's out of I've got it out of the book of Mark, chapter three, verses one through five. And he entered the synagogue again, and a man was there who had oh nope that's the withered hand one. Um, yep, 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 yep. Matthew 21? Uh, yeah, Matthew 21. I don't have it, but it's in three different books. Yeah. Matthew, Mark, and John. Hit different. me. Uh, I don't have that scripture down. <laughs> go ahead. Okay, I got Matthew 21. Uh, okay, uh, 12 go. through 13. Yeah. Uh, Jesus entered the temple courts and drove out all who were buying and selling there. He overturned mm-hmm. the tables of the money changers and the benches of those, yeah. of those selling doves. It is written, he said to them, my house shall be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of robbers. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that story gets told a, a lot of different ways. I mean, Mark adds uh, that uh, there were chief priests and teachers of the law uh, who were plotting to kill him afterwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> John adds that he... If if you, Which, there's a thing that says if you're gonna spank your kids, yeah, separate from each other for a little bit, mm-hmm. think about it, and then go spank your kids. Yeah, <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna use that kind of punishment, don't just grab them, yank them, and spank them, yank them and spank them. Um, but there's a moment when you're going, <laughs> how frustrated was Jesus? He goes in. Sees yeah. what frustrates him, walks out, 
goes and makes, makes a whip, a whip. out yeah. of cords. Yes. <laughs> and what? I mean, you can see him. Can I? Can you? I can just almost hear him talking to himself. <laughs> Selling stuff and and then going back in, right? Yeah. And I'm not trying to. I'm not. I guess I am trying to make light of the situation. Um, it's an incredibly horrifying situation for him. Um, yeah. But he makes a whip and goes back in and chases the animals out. Um, so all that to say this. What are the things that what what is it in that moment yeah. that made him mad? Yeah. And it's like a perfect storm of funk. It is like absolutely. If you're looking at how, if you want to know how they got it wrong to that point in history, this is the culmination of that yeah. moment. You, uh, it's like the I would say you can read the Genesis story one through chapter one through three. And then just it repeats itself mm -hmm. for the rest of the whole Bible. This is one of those moments. I, I think the key to unlocking what you're talking about is you have turned it into a den of robbers or a den of thieves. Mm -hmm. But who's these, um, who are they stealing from? They're stealing. They, that's the this other point. people who are Who's here. the they? Yeah. yeah. The, they are stealing from the people who are coming there to worship to honor the Lord, the mm -hmm. people who are wanting to be taught and seeking God, mm -hmm. uh, seeking that relationship with him in whatever form. I don't think um, for these people it was just fulfilling tradition for the ones who were coming in. They were mm -hmm. trying to follow the rules, trying to follow what God had called them to do. And and they were poor people. They were people who were scraping everything together to, mm -hmm. to come in and get this done. And the they in this story are the people who were stealing from them and getting rich off of their backs and making it hard. Um, God did not intend for his temple to be a place where um, people could use it as a get-rich it was a place where his people could meet with him mm -hmm. and see him and commune with him and uh, learn more about him and talk with him. And they were turning it into a place where it was just nothing more than a big store where this is where we're going to make it. We're going to get rich here. Yeah, it was, a, it was a business plan. Yeah. For some I, of them, it's a business plan. It's like, uh, and, and it still happens today. I, I had a guy that I knew when I was in ministry who had just entered ministry, and um, he was kind of a go-getter, go but there was just something a, a, a bit off. Yeah. And he made the comment to, to myself and a couple other pastors who got together with coffee occasionally that... Um, I don't intend on staying in this. This is just a stepping stone for me to use on, to get, get on to bigger and better things, mm -hmm. you know. And we're we're all like, what? Yeah. Well, you. Yeah, you've. Hey, hey, buddy, you missed the point. You, yeah. you completely missed the yeah. point. Yeah. I mean, there's so many layers to this, and I think for so many people who only know the story in as much as they know uh, this is the this is the danger of saying mm -hmm. the bible says it i believe it that's that 
solves it mm -hmm. without saying, no, wait a minute, you kind of have to understand, you have to go back and look at what was happening happening historically to understand Jesus' anger yeah, yeah. and to understand why this is such a perfect storm. Because um, they're stealing from these people, yes. But the, they're the stealing people who from they God. should have been able to trust. Yes, are stealing from them. Right. The people who God put in charge mm -hmm. are stealing from his people. Mm -hmm. They're also stealing from God. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's get a perception or let's get a concept of what what was the original plan here? What's What was going on here? The original plan as laid out by God is, yeah. or is laid out by God with Moses because the humans created a sacrificial system. I mean, mm -hmm. this goes back, this is Cain and Abel stuff. Mm -hmm. This is, Abel brings an offering of yep. of meat and the choicest things that he has to give to God. Mm -hmm. And Cain brings like some leftovers. Mm -hmm. And so God loves what Abel did. He shuns what Cain did. Cain gets his feelings hurt, gets ticked off, gets all sideways about it because he's got his heart in the wrong place. And he kills mm -hmm. his brother. God told him he was going to do that. This is a really long version, but you kind of mm -hmm. you gotta know yeah. Yeah. what what went down here. So humans create the sacrificial system, yep. and by the time Moses formalizes it with with God, the idea is you bring a sacrifice to God before the priests, and it sh it needs to be your good stuff. Mm -hmm. It isn't. It, you don't don't bring me the the yeah. sheep you were going to kill anyway, and, and because it was gross. Bring me the good one. You know? And see, that's that, that's another, maybe you're getting to this, yeah. but they would look at, at if, they, if the person found a dove, caught a dove, uh -huh. okay, and they weren't going to bring the dove as a sacrifice, the people at the temple would look at the dove and say, ah, that's not really good enough. Right. And okay, yeah. If that's what you're, that's is that where where you're going to go. No, that's okay, what yeah. I'm saying is, yeah. is so fast forward, yeah. now we're at the temple and, they're, and people are bringing their sacrifice. Mm hmm. Um, which for them is a way of saying, God, I love you. Yeah. Here's yeah. my best. I'm bringing you it's my the best. best I can bring, and but I want you to have it. So yeah. the guys at the money changing tables are, are like third level evil. They, mm -hmm. So the guy, the, these poor people who don't have anything, it was only poor people who brought a dove. Mm -hmm. You were supposed to bring a sheep. You were supposed yeah. to bring yeah. good stuff. But if you weren't poor enough that you could afford it, you could bring a dove. And you could pool your money together and a group of you bring something. Yep. Okay? So these people have brought a dove and they bring it in. And as you say, so since it's supposed to be your best, if you brought in something that was subpar to them, which I'm, I'm going to imagine was very often, they were like, you can't. We, no, we, we're not taking that. Well, they would make it subpar. Yeah, that's they what I'm saying. Well, oh, yeah. you got to get something different. So then yeah. they would tell them that they had to buy... They would sell them a perfect dove. Well, then they would go to get their money out, and they would say, "Oh, that's not even good enough money. That's nasty yeah. money. You have to have temple money." Yeah. So temple money? What right. are you talking about? Right. Temple money? Yeah. How gross can you be? It, this is like working in a coal mine in in the old days. It's like, um, yeah. Uh, 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 dug eighteen tons, and what do you get? Another, Another day, day older and deeper, and deeper in, in debt. debt. Yeah. And the idea was they paid you with company money. Well, now the temple god 
people. And that company money could only be used at the company store. At the company store. So so then they would sell them temple money, which then they would sell them a perfect dove, which then they would take from them as a sacrifice. And the backstory is they would take that very dove later on and sell it back to somebody oh, I, else. I, I, yeah. I, I've never heard of that. That's yeah. even grosser. But the yeah. point is, what was originally a simple thing of a man and woman, yes, yes, bringing That's in the point. A, a something that was of value to them, yeah, and bringing it before God and laying it before God and saying, God, I sacrifice this to you. I give this to you and your community because Mm -hmm. the meat that's brought in and sacrificed is eaten by the priests Mm -hmm. and and leftovers are there. Mm -hmm. Everybody's eaten. We're good. Instead of being a sacrifice to God and for the good of the community and this thing, it becomes this weird Ponzi scheme, yeah, shell yeah, game, yeah. funky thing. So all that yeah. to get back to why, what are the things, this is a, such an ex- excellent example of what made mm-hmm. Jesus angry. When we see angry Jesus, angry Jesus is angry over the same things that make us angry. Mm-hmm. The same things that should make us angry. That should make, we yeah. should be angry yeah. about injustice. Uh, if 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 we're um... and, but let me I want to clarify something here because um, about I, I'm going to speak for you for a minute here we're talking about not things that we call injustice we're talking about things that God calls injustice yeah, what, what I mean by that is that um, we have a tendency as human beings to um, get self-righteous. Yeah. And if we get attacked uh, in a way that we think is unjust to us, um, and it's not always unjust to us. There, you know, there are times when things happen that um, it, it was kind of deserved. Mm-hmm. Um, but we get mad at, at things that happen to us, and we think it's Injust. What I'm trying to explain is that there's a difference between our own self-righteousness and God's righteousness. And you can't, you, I'm sure the people in the temple were going, well, what do you mean? We were doing the thing. We were giving them something, you know, we were just trying to make it better for you, God. Yeah. Um, why, why, why is he doing this? Because after this, they were like, they were even, they were hard after him. You know, oh, well, no, that's what it says. It says yeah. the, the chief priests and the teachers plotted to kill him. Yeah, they they yeah. left the temple, went outside yeah. and said, yeah. hey, this dude's got to go. But I could just hear the conversations, you know, in some some temple board meeting. Mm-hmm. Well, we were just trying to make it better for God. Temple board meeting. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> we were just trying to make it better for God. We were just... Look, we we were just trying to improve things, and and they didn't have the the, the 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 right resources. So we wanted God to really be honored here. I can hear him trying to justify it, you know. And and well, what are we going to do about this? Well, we need to get rid of this Jesus guy, yeah. you know. And then they plot to kill him. And, and it's, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's sad to me that we can so easily justify our actions when in the eyes of God 
uh, it's so unjustified. The thing about with the guy who was his hand was healed, mm-hmm. and Jesus was looking at him, and they were just waiting to see is Jesus going to heal this guy's hand on mm-hmm. the Sabbath? You know what's what's he going to do here? What's he going to do here? And Jesus heals his hand, and they're all honked off about that too. Yep. You know because he healed his hand on the Sabbath. Well, in that moment. So, as we look at that piece of scripture where Jesus heals the man with a shriveled hand, mm-hmm. um, it's in Mark three. It's in yep. it's in Matthew in different variations. Mm-hmm. Matthew twelve, um, different variations of time. But this is where we get back into the win of what is going on. Jesus. Um, has been healing and as he's been healing he's been doing miracles and helping people and loving on folks and going through and as he's doing it almost the most bizarre thing is we have Pharisees, teachers of the law priests who are following him and poking him about the things that he's doing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, this, his healing of that shriveled hand is almost an act of indignation. It's it's almost oh, yeah. oh, I it's agree. almost a rebellious I agree, act because he knows the they're church. watching. Because yeah. he at, at one point he he heals somebody and or they're giving him grief about something, and he says to them, "Okay, which is more lawful?" Yeah. To yeah, I, uh, which is more lawful? And and he says to. Um, is it lawful to heal somebody on the Sabbath? Mm-hmm. Well, and there's dude standing there with a shriveled hand, right? And he says, "Hold your hand up." And they're in the synagogue, and he heals the guy's hand, and they have a fit. Yeah, yeah. big fit because of what because of what he has done. Yes, and my because favorite, he broke the law by healing were, on the Sabbath. Yeah, and they were more concerned about the law. Than they were about compassion. And his point to them is humans have more value. Mm-hmm. At one point he says to them in a different in a different verse, don't you understand that the Sabbath was made for man? Mm-hmm. Not man, not for, man yeah. for the Sabbath. Right, right. Don't you get this thing? Yeah. Um, and then it, it's back, it's that same thing. They've taken They've taken faith in God and the religion that's wrapped around that, and they've made the religion the important thing, and, Todd, that's the, and a the faith tie. in God yeah. and justice to man. Yep. Um, have you not heard? go and go and go and remember this? Um, I, I prefer justice over. Uh, I prefer mm, mercy. I prefer mercy over. Yeah, and I don't yeah. remember it. Well, now, now it has left me <laughs> because God goes, "Don't be smart, like." Um, uh, I prefer mercy, mm-hmm. and so Jesus' point to them when he heals this man's shriveled hand is uh, the Todd paraphrase. I'm just telling you, you boys, if one of you went out this morning and found your sheep on the Sabbath morning, yeah. found one of your sheep down in a well, you'd go get your buddy 
and two of you come raise that sheep out of the well. Yeah. Now you're telling me not to heal this guy's hand on the Sabbath? Well, and he also talks about um, untying their donkey, you know, to go get a drink, to get it to water, so that you're taking care. You're more concerned about taking, it's okay to take care of that animal. Yeah. But it's not okay for me to heal this guy's hand. Um, you're, you're, you're missing it. You're totally missing the point. You, you've here. missed you're, it. You've walked. Do not climbed understand down in this what hole. I'm here for and what I'm trying to say to you. Yeah. Uh, and that's where I think at times we get uh, our, our own priorities ahead of God's priorities. Uh, and that, that was the point I was trying to make a little bit ago. If you're getting angry because your priorities are dis- disrupted, um, that's kind of on you. If you're getting mad because what the the, you, you, the the scripture says priorities are, what God says priorities are, um, then I, I see some validity in that point. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, it, he. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I see a couple other things too, and I don't know. Do you? Do you want to no. talk more? Okay. No, that's that's where I was driving. Yeah. It, it to me, it each of these cases is a is a, is a place where man has wrapped his um, has gotten and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pick on men for a little while the masculine of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I've said at work a time or two. Look. I, don't give me some esoteric blah 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 thing alright just tell me that's a pile of bricks I need the pile of bricks from there over here and mm-hmm. I'll get the bricks mm-hmm. just tell mm-hmm. me what you want me to, just tell me what you want me to do tell me we do this with our wives all the time just tell me what you want me to do yeah. <laughs> what does it take to make you happy I'll do just it tell honey me, just tell me tell me yeah. what you want me to do so I think we get and I think Jesus is saying to them in each of these cases you have taken the rules and made them lord over the people they were put in place to save. Yeah. You have taken the you have taken the religious ceremony and and you have you have made it higher than the person than the people that it was meant to save. I heard somebody say one time, um, "This is the word of God. This is not God." Yeah. We're not worshiping this. Right. No. If I burn this, I didn't burn God. Um, This is great stuff. This is what we should live by. Um, But it is not God. Mm -hmm. Uh, And God prefers justice and mercy. I guess that's that's the last thing. I'm going to add one more um, story to this. Because I think there's tons of them. I think it really. Um, I'll use this term, handshakes, with what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Another time that Jesus got upset um, was when the people were bringing their children to Jesus. And the disciples were like, wait a minute, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, we can't have a bunch of kids running around. You know, parents control your children. You know, just let's, let's settle this down. And Jesus is like, wait a minute, stop. Let the kids come and see me. Let them be around me. And the reason I tie this in with the temple thing um, is because 
he got mad because they were hindering kids from coming to him, from being with him. In the temple, they were a hindrance. People were coming to have a relationship with God. They were coming to, to see God. Um, and and the, 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 the priests were stopping this, the money changers at the table. Mm-hmm. They were creating a hindrance. The path wasn't straight to God. And the same thing here with the kids. The disciples yeah. were a hindrance yeah. to the kids trying to get to him. And he's saying... Don't stop them. The kingdom of heaven belongs to these. I don't think he just meant the kingdom of heaven belongs to these kids. I think he meant to say the kingdom of heaven belongs to the people who are seeking me, who are trying to In find me. Simple, yeah. Yeah. straightforward way. Yes, absolutely. Without all this gaga and yeah. yada yada. Yeah. Special words and all the stuff. Exactly. Um, those who just are coming to me. It's the same. Yeah, it is. Yeah. The same. Now I'm gonna bring my simple sacrifice to God. Simple and, act. and God don't need your God don't need your yeah. pigeon. Yeah. God don't need your cow. He doesn't yeah. need your pri- prize for right. cow. It's a right. simple thing. He, the kid's coming to scripture him. Scripture says he owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Yep. He doesn't need it. It's your act. Of, of getting to him it's the you know the parents bringing the kids and the kids trying to get to Jesus it's the poor people trying to do whatever they can to get there and as soon as the hindrance comes up as soon as we put up the roadblocks that's that's one of the things Todd I will say that it causes me to be indignant okay when we start putting up these roadblocks to people getting to the Lord okay well in order to really be a Christian, uh-huh. yes, sir, bring fries it. my cookies, man. Uh, you need to be in a three-piece. I'm going to go the, the, the extreme. Yeah. You need to be in a three-piece suit, and you need to have the proper haircut, and you need to, to not wear this, or you need to wear this. and uh, No jewelry except for maybe a cross, and then even that we got to talk about. And, and you have to do this, and you have to do that, and you have to do the these and the that. Yep. You didn't Man, get baptized just, right. You don't take yeah, communion right. Exactly, you don't sit in the right dude. place. You gotta uh, just send the kids out of the room while we talk about God. Yeah, very specifically. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. Yeah. And I, it, it just—that's what fright. If somebody wants him, open the doors, clear the path, come on, baby, remove the rocks. You know, however you want to get there, get there. And these are the things. That is very much what made Jesus mad. Yeah. If Jesus was going to be angry or indignant, as they call it in the Bible, or flustered or whatever, it was always those moments where it was like, you guys have complicated this. Yeah. Completely unnecessarily. I don't know what in the world you were thinking. Stop. And basically, to me, of the points that Jesus made when he came here, is one of those, that's one of those moments is stop it. Mm -hmm. Hey, hey. Yeah. Stop it. What are you doing all that for? Um, am I saying that we have to be careful? Okay. Because, as I've said before, we can be as orthodox about our lack of orthodoxy as we are about mm. our orthodoxy. Mm-hmm. We can be as um, 
heard somebody one time say, well, you could take communion with an Oreo and a Pepsi. Slow your roll a little bit. Yeah. Okay, because if you get an Oreo and a Pepsi, you could have gone and got the, the juice of a grape. Yeah. Uh, wine. Uh, oh, and... And... <laughs> bread and done what Jesus asked you to do. Yeah. Okay. If you're having communion with an Oreo and a Pepsi just to prove that you can, maybe you just went, maybe you just tipped over from don't worry about the religious uh, to the point of hurting people and you flipped over to being disrespectful and disobedient. Well, I was going to say, it becomes a matter of because intent. If can. the intent is, because you know, I can do this because, because I can. can. See, right. I'll, I'll do it in, in right in your face here. You know, right. There's a problem with that. There, there, can, there, does, come, there does come a point. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I think um, there was an odd one for me where it said, Jesus became indignant. Um, and it is over a leper asking him to heal. A leper runs mm-hmm. to him to be healed. Mm-hmm. And he's begging Jesus to heal him. And it says, and Jesus looked at, looked at him indignantly. And I think you have to really kind of noodle on that one for a minute to even figure out why mm-hmm. he would be indignant. Is Jesus mad because this guy's bugging him? Like, you know, you see Robert mm-hmm. Downey Jr. walking down the street in in Indianapolis and you go running over to him and he looks at you indignantly. Mm-hmm. Robert, I mean you no harm. If you wouldn't be if you wouldn't be indignant about it, fine. But there's that way of thinking of it like, oh yeah. bother. Um and but Everything I know about Jesus tells me that's not where he was yeah. at with it. But I think yeah. that the fact that these folks felt so excluded from mm-hmm. the world would have made him indignant. The fact that disease and illness has run rampantly as it had would be, make him feel indignant about the situation. But again, every time, uh, whether it's that, I think the... Uh, uh, all of these situations come back to some basic concepts. Um, he refers to refers to the the Pharisees at one point and the teachers of the law as a brood of vipers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not very nice. Yeah. And then he goes on to say more not nice things <laughs> as he speaks to them. Um, I, I'm going to jump in on. What you just said about the leper coming to him um, and being indignant about it, um, because I think there's two more times um, that Jesus became upset, angry, indignant, however. Before I say that, though, it's something came to mind. You know, I watched The Chosen. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a scene with that leper coming toward him and you could see the leper walking to him and saying you know if you if you desire you could and Jesus just kind of looks at him well the the disciples are pulling their knives and screaming and yelling stay away stay away stay away and Jesus hugs the leper touches him hugs him all the things you're not supposed to do you know Um, but when Jesus looked what I think you're saying is when Jesus looked at him with indignance, I think he looks at 
death the same way. Uh, when Lazarus died, John eleven thirty three through 44 says, When Jesus saw her weeping and saw the other people wailing with her, a deep anger welled up within him, and he was deeply troubled. And he said, Where have you put him? You know, I, yeah. I don't see it as, Where have you put him? Yeah. You know, I said, Where have you put him? Yeah. You know, and they said, Lord, come and see. And then Jesus wept. Mm hmm. I think he was really moved. I think it just bothered him how we were feeling about death and death occurring and happening. And I, so I see that along mm -hmm. the same way with the, the sickness. I see him being upset about sin and, and angry about sin. I, one of the things that I wrote down, uh, I don't even know if I've got it here, um, but one of the things that I wrote down is about um, the sin that happens in the world. Um, and I think it, that makes him indignant. So I would put that whole leper thing, sin, sickness, death, that it's all on the same ball of wax for yeah. me. Yeah, you guys have climbed. It's, it's like, it's like, um, it's like walking in the, in the house and finding that one of your kids has turned on the stove and burnt the whole kitchen down. Yeah. You walk in the house, and it's not that you hate your kids. It's just like, guys, we could have avoided this whole thing. Yeah. Look at this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fix it, but look at the mess that you've made for yourself. You could have died. Mm -hmm. Look what you've done to yourselves over this. We could have avoided this mm -hmm. so many times on so many levels. Yeah. Yeah. So, and why does this guy feel like he's got to beg me to help him? Exactly. That's why are you yeah. guys pulling your swords? Like, really? Why are we doing this? Why are you, why are we even having a conversation about whether or not we should love homosexual people or people who are transgender? Why mm -hmm. is this even a conversation? Mm -hmm. This is not, what do you mean? Mm -hmm. What? This is not even a thing. We should love these people and care about these, and it should aggravate you to no end does when it, the injustice of this comes comes does around. Does it mean that Jesus, you know, liked that this guy had no uh, exactly? Leprosy? No, yeah. it doesn't. Does it mean that Jesus liked it? You know, no, he did. But it wasn't a it wasn't an attack on the person. No, it was a you know it was a dealing with. Well, with the leprosy, it was a disease. With the hand, you know, it was the withered hand. With the children, it was the hindrance that was being, you know. It's almost stuck. an exhaustion with the yeah. situation. With, it's almost like with Lazarus and his family, really? it was the death. It, I like that. He was just like, come on. This is not the world that was planned. Mm -hmm. This is not what I've been here talking about for three years. Yeah. Yeah. The, it, well longer than that but the ministry of right. three years what i've been trying to say over and over and over and over again is i'm here come to me let's deal with this let's love each other let's have compassion over and over and over and over again jesus had compassion on them and then he healed their diseases, or he taught them, or he. But the compassion always came first. Um, 
the last thing that came up for me, I think, is really kind of a rework of some of the things we've talked about that speaks to um, Jesus' opinion about the way, where they had gotten. And it is in Matthew 23. And he says, you guys are all wrapped up in whether or not the outside of the glass is clean. Mm. What matters is the inside. Yeah. You need to clean the inside of the cup and not worry about the outside. This is not instructions on how to do dishes. Mm-hmm. This is make sure that the inside of you is, is what, I mean, yeah. that's what I'm worried about is the inside yeah. of you. What is, and it, that speaks to so much of what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Jesus' anger was about injustice. Jesus' anger was about the strong imposing their will upon, upon the weak instead of taking care of them. Jesus' anger was getting wrapped up about the rules um, as a way of controlling people instead mm-hmm. of getting wrapped up in the the Word of God as a way to save people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, well, I hadn't thought of it that way before, but that really wraps it up very well. Mm-hmm. It's the Word of God to save people instead of the Word of God to control people. Um, Perfect point. Yeah, I think that's... Perfect point. What, per- what deals with him yeah yeah i think that's uh that's a great way to end this a great way to wrap it up yeah Yeah. um hit the word of god to set people free versus the word of god to control and bind up again yeah guys we do this every week uh we hope you'll join us um if you enjoy this do us a favor click the like button hey if you don't like it click the don't like button we want to know that too yeah um, if you uh, would like to know when we, we do this, you can hit that like or that subscribe button or follow button, depending on the flavor that you're using. Um, well, I know we've forgot uh, the, the we've forgotten pieces here so far. Uh, let us know what they were. If we got something wrong, let us know. If if you we got something right, let us know. If we help at all in your life. We want to know. It's called a conversation, not because Rick and Todd get together and talk, uh, because we're hoping that you enjoy the conversation. And, and we if, love- you, if you have an idea of something you'd like to hear us talk about, let yeah. us know. Yeah. We'd be glad uh, to. Uh, it, it, we've even, we even have people come in and talk with us sometimes. Yeah. If, if there's somebody you think we ought to talk to uh, or spend some time with, we'd love to hear that. Guys, have a great rest of your day. Take care. Bye-bye.